0: Hello and welcome to this Haynet podcast. I'm your host today, I am Ria Freeman, and um, I'm not quite sure when this is going to go up, but if you're listening to it before Christmas, Merry Christmas. If you're listening to it after, I hope you had a lovely Christmas. And um, a flipping happy new year to you too. So, Sam's last podcast was fab, as always, to be honest. Um, and mine today is about, I'm just going to quickly double-check... But it's about marketing um, trends, I believe, 2018. So what I've actually done is I've had a little poke around the good old internet to see what other people think is going to happen as well. Um, And combine this with my thoughts. But I don't actually have a crystal ball on the go at the moment. So they're educated guesses. So, yes, it was what marketing trends in 2018 for equestrian and rural businesses. Now, I think largely... They're going to be the same whether you're an equestrian or rural business or whether you are a mainstream business. Um, But I think that with the equestrian and country sector, we're usually just a shade behind um, the more mainstream, I guess. Um, Not a bad thing. It's just the way it is. And it's quite nice because we get the luxury to see how other people do, see what they do, and we can learn and develop from there. So my gut feeling is that digital is going to continue to expand. Um, I mean, when I say my gut feeling, I think it's probably everybody in the world's gut feeling because the vast majority of printed publications have seen a decrease in readership. There will always be a place, in my opinion, for really good ones. Um, for, yeah, for reason there will be because there's nothing like sitting down with a book or a magazine and turning the pages and poring over lovely pictures, which you just don't get on the screen. But there's so much available online now that it is just a really competitive market. I also think that advertising online is generally cheaper and you can really track the effectiveness of an ad. So unlike a paper magazine, especially if you're doing a branding based advert, it's difficult to um, work out really if it's been effective or not. Sometimes unless you've got specific offer codes and specific URLs that you track. But even then, it can be really difficult. So I think we're going to see a continuation in stuff moving either more online or the publications that do well, the paper ones, I think are going to continue to have that really, really strong online presence, which kind of supports the magazine, but also lets us all enjoy it a bit more and lets us enjoy it between sessions and keeps us with that information. So I think that's how that is going to go. But I have actually got some other interesting points that I think are worth a chat. So the first one I want to talk to you about is Instagram stories. Now this year these have moved on enormously and have now for many taken the place of Snapchat. I know there will still be some people on Snapchat and there will still be some people who use both but I was rather pleased about Instagram stories because it meant I didn't have to get involved with Snapchat which sounds bad. Um, Just for my personal brand it's not the place where my customers are that much and the thing is as well these stats do back it up so um according to the um information i found online thank you google and 200 million people use instagram stories each month and that's five that's 50 million more than snapchat so i mean let's put this into perspective still snapchat is still a really good place to be obviously if you if your customers hang out there um but i think as well we've seen a lot of progress with the instagram stories you have now got the filters um you can add as many as you like which i appreciate is obviously with um you know that, that that's not completely unique um anyone can see them um if you have up to 10 if you have over 10,000 people that like your page you have this the brilliant swipe up function which is you know so exciting where you can link directly to things which is obviously one of the flaws with instagram so i think that's going to be really exciting um i think as well i mean instagram as a platform is exciting they've recently their insights for business are superb i mean really interesting the advertising platforms developing which you would expect as it being part of um facebook um the ability to follow people and hashtags which is a really new thing the hashtag element is really exciting there's just so much going on there i think it's a fab place to be Facebook's also developing at a huge rate. Um, they've recently rolled rolled out Stories to all pages, which is exciting. Again, it's becoming there are elements of the Instagram element about it, but I think that all the platforms are really trying to make sure people stay on them and don't divert. But um, <clears throat> I think it's quite exciting. Um, I think it's really exciting, actually. I think it's really exciting because it allows everybody to be in charge of their own destiny a lot more. With the access to social and digital, there's no excuse for people not being able to market and promote their business and get to their target market. And whilst people do whinge about when Facebook make these changes and how it's sort of screwing them over, Facebook is a free platform and if we have to pay to play on that platform, that's what we kind of need to do. And the beauty is that the entry level is really low. But content wins, even if you pay. If the content's poor, it's still not going to do well. So anyway, I digressed a bit there. But moving on, um, I've got influencer marketing. I think that's going to really inc- continue to increase in 2018. But I also think we're going to see an interesting change in people becoming much more professional about it and making it hopefully making it much easier for brands and businesses to invest in the right people. Because I do completely understand the issues people have when working with influencers who don't do what they say. And it's so frustrating and it's so sad because... Whilst someone who says they're an influencer wants a product, what they don't always realise is that product has a value and the value needs to earn its keep. So if you are an influencer listening to this, please, please, please just do what you say. Um, Some people do such an incredible job as an influencer or as a brand ambassador and they are worth their weight in gold and others just really let the side down. I think brands will look to work with the really good people more and more, which will be good for them. Um, I think it's going to be a really interesting time in influencer marketing, Um, it's obviously a really big deal, it can make a huge difference if you pick the right people, but I feel that this year a lot of people have been playing at it, and I'm hoping that in 2018 people are going to get a lot more serious or realise that they are not an influencer in that way. Obviously we're all influencers in some way, but you know what I mean on a grand scale, live streaming again that's a massive thing that's happening more and more you've got instagram live you've got facebook live you can stream live on twitter Um, facebook likes live content it's a great way to connect to your audience as a business again free to use now as well which is really exciting um lovely from engagement point of view i think live streaming is going to be great as well as um other things like uh, sort of virtual reality and augmented reality. And I was reading a bit about that Um, Facebook have got a system that is, I'm not entirely sure how widespread it is, but it it is really interesting and it uses the Oculus technology, which I believe Facebook also own. So I think that we're going to see more and more uh, developments in that way. I do think that's quite way off though, because of all the tech that you need to make it work. But again, something really exciting to watch um i think that video obviously i'm massively pro video and anything you read online explains just how much bigger and better video is going to get it's already big and exciting now but it's just going to expand more and more and so much of our content is going to be consumed by video as we progress through 2018 and beyond it's really important to get on board with that even if you're a bit nervous i really urge you to give it a go it's brilliant it's genuinely transformed the way that my business works and I hope it will continue to do that too the again the entry level is nothing if you have got a phone you can do video well obviously a phone that records video not a landline um you can edit so I use an iPhone and I do get my stuff edited and my husband edits mine through Final Cut Pro but you can do a really good job of editing. If you're just trimming the top and the bottom on your phone or just use iMovie on your phone. And again, I believe that's free or at least very, very low cost on an iPhone. And it's a fab bit of kit. Getting video, getting used to video is going to be big for your business. The other thing is as well that when you create these videos, make sure that they are viewable and consumable in silence. Because I know my phone is always on silent and when I look through Facebook, it's always on silent. And if a video engages me on silent, I'm happy as a day's long. I watched something I had to make chocolate snowflakes the other day. And to be honest, I didn't know I wanted to know about that, but I did. And because it was a really good video, it had good subtitles, well, it didn't have subtitles, but it showed me what was going on in the vid- visual. Whether there was any noise or not, I genuinely don't know. But make sure the video works in silence as well. But definitely get on board with it. Obviously, we have seen Twitter increase its character limit which is quite exciting but unusual in some ways because I sort of felt that the conciseness of Twitter was part of its appeal so it'll be really interesting to see how that goes. A thing I actually missed out earlier when I was talking about Instagram I was talking about the swipe up feature but I also think shoppable social media is going to be a big deal and I know that Instagram is rolling out shoppable elements where you can click on the picture and be taken to the, the shop so that's going to be really exciting too um messaging messaging platforms as well are I believe again I've done a lot of research well a lot of reading into this and it is the way it's going are going to be a way that you can from a business point of view get your product in front of more people by essentially advertising on those messenger platforms by getting people engaged much quicker and showing that you care so that's something to definitely watch as well And also, when I started writing notes for this, there was a big thing about engagement bait, particularly on Facebook, and how that content is being penalised. And I have to say, I'm really pleased about it. So these are the kind of things that tell you to tag a friend who's on the naughty list, or what do you think is going to happen next, and all these sorts of things. So they generate what looks like engagement, but actually it's not true engagement. Think that whole looking after its authenticity and making sure people are genuinely engaged with what you're talking about is really important, which comes back to the power of content, the power of good quality content. Content is king, and I think that's a trend that's going to continue forever, really. I mean, it's been important when newspapers were first printed that the content was important, and it's as important now on social media too. If anything, it's more important because of all the noise we get on social media. So I hope that's helped. Uh, it's a bit of a whistle stop tour, but I think it's also worth saying that there's been so many things that happen this year in the marketing arena, particularly on social media, because of the speed things move, that nobody would have predicted as a trend. That um, it's fun. I mean it's exciting and kind of it's exciting in one way because we never quite know what is going to be available to us and how we can utilise that for our businesses. Obviously in another way it's slightly scary because there's going to be a lot more learning there that we need to do but I enjoy learning and that's kind of what makes me tick a lot of the time being able to learn these skills and then help my clients through what I've learned is really important and trying and testing new things for me is is really exciting so I really do hope that's helped you if you've got any questions about any of this do feel free to drop me an email and I'll do my best to help you I'm just Rhea rhea at uk. So I'd like to thank Sam for letting me work with her on this podcast and I'm so excited about doing more in 2018. And I'd also like to thank you if you've listened to this one or any of the other ones that I've read, I've done or that Sam has done. We're, I know we're both incredibly grateful to have your support and your feedback and I really would like to wish you a happy new year and a merry Christmas whether you listened to this before or whether you listened to this after. I hope you had a very good one. So Yeah, I think that's all for me today. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks for listening to the Havenet podcast and I will speak to you very, very soon.